This is the Visionary Collective podcast, helping visionary, purpose-led entrepreneurs and leaders come together to activate their biggest visions and have the unshakable confidence to build a successful and fulfilling life and business that makes a difference in the world. I'm Lisa Mitchell, and I'll be sharing everything you need to create the foundations and growth to build your legacy. You know you are here to do something bigger as part of the Visionary Collective. Hello, and welcome to this episode. And today I want to talk about why your people are your business. It's not just that people help expand your business, although they do. It's obviously true that you can't scale your business without having the right people involved. As a solopreneur, someone that runs your business on your own, you're only ever going to take it to a certain level of scale and potential. So your people are your business. And without the people, you say you're not going to be able to scale. You're not going to be able to have the impact you want. You're not going to be able to fulfill your mission in the world, your vision in the world, if you're a visionary. And as I say that, you're probably thinking, well, yeah, that's kind of obvious. But my experience of working in organizations is often that we kind of know that's true, but we treat the people development bit as a separate bit. You know, we have an HR department who looks after the people, right? And, you know, and then we get training and development and leadership programs and all of that is great, but it's not, there's like an integration and a link that's missing between your business strategy, what drives your business, the idea, the product, and this people development bit. And this has been bothering me for a while. So I'm going to talk around that as we go through this episode today. So what's interesting when you think about a visionary organization, a founder-led organization, say, and even if you think about big organizations at their inception, they come about because of a great idea, because of a great product, because of a gap in the market, because someone went, I really want to be able to do this and it doesn't seem to exist out there, or I can feel there's a need for X, Y, and Z. I can see there's a gap in the market, or, you know, I just feel really passionately about bringing this to the world. So what's interesting about visionaries is that the business is formed from this vision from this idea, from this download often, you know, that's my experience of working with visionaries and running my business myself, is we have a download of an idea. And when we have that download, we go, oh my gosh, I really have such a desire for that. I can feel the need for it. I can feel what it's going to do in the world. I can feel the impact it's going to have. And we are in that idea creation zone. So my daughter laughs because she, when she comes into my office and one wall is entirely covered with post-it notes, she's like, oh, Lordy, we're in that phase again, right? I love to be in creation phase. It's why I love doing this podcast because it allows me to be with the ideas. It allows me to be in that creation mode, which is super exciting to me. So when you think about this process of how these things come into being, somebody, an individual gets this download, they get this vision, they get this idea of this thing that they can bring into the world. And if you're a visionary, you also have a soul connection to that idea. You have a soul connection to the impact this thing is going to do, how it's going to make a difference. And that becomes magnetic to other people. So often when I talk to people, one of the happiest times that visionaries have in their business, I think, is at the beginning, when they have the idea, when it's pure, when they are going after something, when they just have no idea how it's going to work out, right? But they just have this idea and vision that they're following. And in a sense, there's a kind of freedom to that. There's a purity to that. 
and you don't have anything to lose. You know, I think businesses become a bit harder in a way when you've built something up and, you know, you potentially, or certainly in your mind, you've got something to lose. Well, now we've built this business. Now 50 people depend on it. So gosh, now it feels like it's a bigger thing. There's more pressure in some ways. You know, I've got all these people's livelihoods depending on this business, or if I want to change it, I've got to convince all these people to move with that, right? And, you know, potentially it's going to cause chaos or it's going to send us off the track that we thought we were on. And so it's one of the biggest challenges of being a visionary, I think, is how do we stay true to our vision? How do we respond to these downloads, to these things that we're channeling through? And how do we do that in a kind of way where it's consistent enough and it's organized enough that we can move people with us? You know, we're moving a container full of people and systems and processes and all of those things. And how do we do that in a really agile and interesting way that keeps my energy and excitement and also makes all these people want to come with me too? So it's interesting that you'll feel into this if you've created a business from vision that what happens is people get magnetized to your vision. They go, oh my gosh, that person is talking my language. They speak to something that I also feel passionately about. I would love to be part of that. And so people jump on board, not really from a, oh, I bet I could make loads of money doing that. That would be a good career move. You know, it's more like, gosh, I feel it stirs something in my soul. I want to be involved. I want to be engaged in it. And so they jump on board. But the more that happens, the more people you have on board, right? And the more complex this thing becomes. But the truth is, as I said in the first minute of this episode, is that the people are the ones who will help you scale. They're the ones that help you activate that vision. They're the ones that help you implement that vision and make it real in the world. Because if you have a big vision, you cannot do it on your own. It's impossible, isn't it? So you have to have business that help you scale, that help you move this thing forward. But, you know, I've been a coach, a facilitator, a culture change expert, a transformation expert in business for a long time. And I've worked in two sort of different ways with organizations. And I've been really connecting to the difference of those two approaches. So one is that I get brought in normally by somebody in HR, people development to run a program in a business. So that might be on an individual level. It might be executive coaching, one-to-one coaching. It might be, we use a process called Insights Discovery, which is a personality profiling tool. So we use that to help organizations and teams come together. We've run leadership programs with organizations. So that might be a six-month program where people come in and they have a series of modules that help them train to become better leaders and managers. We've run a lot of skill-based programs in the past, helping managers learn how to Come from a coaching perspective, be able to connect to people, be able to empower them, be able to delegate all of those things. And all of those things are really important. And they also have a limited capability because they're kind of aligned with, but separate to the organization. They're not integrated and aligned into the organization exactly. And so this has been my concern over the last few years is I know that we create transformation, particularly from an individual perspective. 
I know often those people go away and they perform better in the organization. You know, we've had that feedback and people wouldn't pay for us to do these things unless they had an impact, right? But it's also kind of separate from the overall business strategy, where the business is headed, where the potential of the organization is where the, you know, I've talked about intelligence before, where the intelligence of the organization is. And so I love doing those things. I love being with people. There is a benefit in some ways to being outside of the system for these people and being able to go on their own personal leadership journey. There is something very beautiful about that in some ways. And yet I kind of feel it's now had its time, if I'm honest. And so if people are your business, if you need people to be able to implement, activate, scale in your business, then it has to be integrated within your business. So it's like, where do you start from? Do you start from the process of like, we need to develop people. And so we develop them over here. Or do you start from a place of actually, do you know what we, where's this business going? What's our vision? What's the change that we want to create in the world? And then how do we really activate and upskill people in order to deliver that vision? So the more I've worked with organizations, they can feel into the two pieces of like, we come in, we run a program, everyone loves it, it creates benefit, yippee. And then another way of working with organizations where we are truly aligned with the founder, with the leader, the CEO, whoever it is who's kind of running that organization, depending on their evolution. And we work in partnership with them. So that we understand we're like we're like an external arm of the business, really. And so we can understand what's the strategy here? What's the where are we going with this organization? Where does it feel like it's moving and where is it stuck? What do we really need to unlock the potential of this organization, to unlock the people in this organization? Who are the people who naturally get this and who don't? You know, where are the nat- where the people who are so naturally connected to the vision of this organization that I find myself gravitating towards them? Not just because they're at a certain level, they're the exec team or whatever, but just that they get it. I know these people are the lifeblood of the organization. They're the people who just get what we're doing here. I feel energized when I talk to them. I feel like they've got the kind of heart and soul of the organization. Who are those people in the organization? And so as I have really connected into this, like how do we bring together people, strategy, um, the needs and wants of the organization together in a really integrated, aligned and agile way? And that's the future, I think. And I don't know how that looks structurally yet, but I know that this people piece needs to be so much more integrated into the organization and agile. So I'm going to talk a little bit about where how I see this going, the process that's worked best when I feel like we've done our best work, where I know we've had the most impact on the organization, and you'll feel how integrated and aligned it is. So my number one rule working with business and organizations now is always to be working with the founder, the CEO, the leader, you know, whatever that title is, whoever that person is at the top, whoever it is that's holding the connection to the vision, the biggest vision for that organization. And, you know, sometimes that takes a bit of delving to find that also if you've got founders who are in the organization, but kind of out and what's their role and who's holding the kind of energy of the organization. 
But it's really important that that leader, that person who, you know, I see not hierarchically, but who is holding the container of the organization is really involved and not just involved, but that they are holding that vision. They're able to articulate that vision. They're able to kind of activate that energetically in other people and that they're on their own journey of growth. Because again, this is a challenging thing for founders and visionaries to allow other people to evolve my vision, to take this thing that's like my baby, the thing that I poured heart and soul into, and to let them move it in ways that I didn't foresee necessarily, and that they can build it and grow it, and it can have a life and energy of its own. So am I always the person that says yay or nay? Absolutely. Am I the person that holds the overall energy of it? Yes. But also, can I allow it to evolve? Can I allow people to, let's say, move it and shape it in ways that I couldn't even have imagined? What if there was somebody in my organization that came up to me and said, you know what, I've just been got this sense that there's something in this direction. And you might be like, really? I, that was not where I saw this going. But actually, when they start to play with it and develop it, you go, wow that's brilliant. Or not. You know, you always have the right to say, well, no, actually it's not. But as a founder and a leader, you need to be able to do your work so that you can remain expansive and open so that you don't hold the container too tightly so that you can spot where you're the one that's potentially holding this thing back. I have seen many founders limit the potential of their organizations, honestly. And I know if I said that to somebody directly, it would be really painful for them, you know, because that's not what they see themselves doing. They see themselves protecting the organization, that they're the only one that gets it. They're the only one that can make the decision. And that's never true. They just don't know how to hold the integrity of it and allow it to expand and grow. So it's so important that the founder, the CEO, the leader is doing their own individual growth and expansion and work so that they can really allow it to expand and grow and allow that collaboration, co-creation to expand it beyond where you could literally see it at this point in time. And so there's a point where it becomes not about me anymore that it's not just my vision anymore. It's a co-creation with other people in the organization so that it kind of goes from being my baby to being this thing that's an entity in the world that other people can grow and evolve and expand. And I can still bring my vision and my energy to, but it's not solely about me anymore. And that's such an important part of the growth of the founder of an organization. So always starting there. I have honestly, transparently gone into organizations, not been given that connection to that person. And it always limits the potential of what I can do. And it's not fun for me, actually. It's not fun for me and my team to do that because it then feels functional. And it's kind of actually you can create more dysfunction in an organization that way because the person that's running it is going to feel more destabilized by the fact that they're not involved. And there's this whole other thing going on down here that they're not involved in at the top. So actually, my experience says it can destabilize organizations actually when you work in that way. So once we've kind of got the vision, the energy, the founder lined up, it's then looking for those key leaders who can co-vision with you, you know, who can come together in a human connection to talk about their vision and their values and what they see as the potential here and what they want to bring personally to this enterprise that you're creating together. 
So co-visioning, co-creating is so important. Understanding who we are as human beings, as individuals who've come together to co-create this thing. So generating that understanding, understanding who am I and who are you? What is this collective thing that we're building together? And then developing the skills, you know, of like, you know, how do we come together? How do we create openness? How do we create trust? How do we create amazing conversations here? That quantum leap, what we can do moving forward. There is definitely a skills element to this, which needs developing in a lot of organizations that I work with. How do we be together most powerfully, most effectively? How can I be with somebody intuitively that I can catalyze a potential even in a five-minute conversation? You know, there's a whole load of skills in here that will really enable your business to be so agile and so dynamic and so inspiring that people will be magnetized to you. They'll stay with you. You know, so we're talking about people that can generate ideas for themselves and expand the business that way. We're talking about people that can magnetize others into the business. We're talking about the business being so energizing and magnetizing that you will retain people. So even as I talk about this, you can feel what the very concrete business benefits of this are. But we're not doing it going, we must increase our retention rate. We're saying we're doing the right thing. We're creating an inspiring, amazing place for people to work. And because we do this, we don't even have to worry about retention and engagement and all of those things. They're going to be natural byproducts of the fact that we're creating this amazing organization. So we start with the founder, we start with the CEO, we start with the leader, we get them lined up. Then we're looking at the key leaders in the organization and how we co-vision with them. And also when you're working at that level with that you know, that senior group, I say senior group because it's not just about seniority, it's about the people who have influence and impact in the organization. But then guess what? The rest of the business is looking up going, my God, there's something amazing going on up there. They can feel how you're interacting together. You're modeling a way of being that they want to be part of. And this has been my experience when we've created really transformational work in organizations is people start going, oh my God, I want that. How do I get on that training? How do I get into that? I want what those guys have got. Why are we not getting it? You know, so you can also create a desire and a impetus for change. That means by the time other people come into it, they're like, wow, I want part of this. I can see something's changed up there. I can feel that people are having different conversations. I can feel the openness and the energy and the engagement and the vision and the passion that's coming through. I want in. Like, what? Like, ah, let me at it, you know? And that's how you create organizational change. That's how you cascade it through organizations. You create the desire. And when the desire for change is there, then change is easy, right? So imagine that. Imagine if people were knocking down your door, not going, oh God, it's three days in a leadership program. I really don't have time, but going, wow, I can feel the energy of this. I can feel what can be created here. I can feel the transformation. And I'm literally banging down your door to get in there, you know? So it can then cascade through the organization. And the business then starts to create a life of its own. You know, it becomes an entity in its own right. 
And your job as the founder, as the visionary, as the leader, is to be more stepped back from it, to be molding it, to be sensing into it, to stay in your vision, to feel into, right, what's next here? What's the next idea? What's the next vision I've got for this business? To share that with people in the business so that they can go, oh my God, I can see that. And also I see this. Like, have you thought about this? I've always really wanted to do that. I wonder where that would fit into the organization. Can you feel that? Can you feel how amazing and magical the people in your organization could be if you truly release them? And, you know, if you haven't listened to the episode before this, listen to to my episode before, which is about releasing intelligence in your organization, because that's what I'm talking about. I know that, you know, the people who are coming into organizations now are so much more emotionally intelligent, intuitive, connected to their own selves and what they're here to do in the world. And that to date has been challenging for organizations because they're like, well, we'd like you to follow this path. And the person's like, "Uh, I'm on my own path. Thanks. So, so, you know, this whole sense of like, oh, these younger people are too entitled, you know, they just need to crack on and get on with it and, you know, almost follow the rules. Well, no, they don't. You need to find a way to create an organization in which these new younger people can flourish. And when you do that, that's what these guys are looking for. They're like, I don't want to come and just deliver your vision. I want to go, I get it. You know, you have a passion for creating environments where people are valued. So do I. And here's my take on it. This is how I'd like to interact with that. And then the thing grows. So you're always expanding and growing. You're allowing your people to bring their whole selves in, you know, and go, I'm, this is what I'm passionate about. Oh, by the way, I've got this side hustle over here. I've got this other thing over here I'm doing. Actually, that could work really well in here. Really? Amazing. Let's talk about it, right? And that doesn't mean it just gets scattered. It means we're always expanding and we're looking for the ways these pieces slot in. And in doing that, we're really driving engagement and passion. Because ultimately, what do you want people to say about working in your organization? You know, for people who work with me, I want them to say, gosh, it's so inspiring working with Lisa. I feel like we're always evolving and growing. I know we make a difference. I know that I'm always excited when I come off the phone that I get to work with amazing leaders and organizations that are up for change, you know, that we're always evolving and growing what we do. And I know that I'm valued in this organization. I know my voice is important. I know that when I come into this organization, when I share my ideas, I'm always listened to. I know that we take time to share ideas, to collaborate, to come together. And that's super important to me. And I want organizations that we work with to say, look, those guys, my God, do they give it all, you know, that it's not just a job for them. It's a passion. I know they care about us and our business. I feel that every day. I feel the how inspired they are about us. I feel how they hold the potential for us when we sometimes can't even see it for ourselves. And I feel how challenging they are, you know, (laughs) that they have this kind of like, you know, yes, they're supportive and loving and caring and they, they feel into everything we can do. And also bloody hell do they push our buttons sometimes. Sometimes I get triggered by what they say, that they're challenging us, that they're challenging us to be the best people and the best organization that we can be. 
and that we get so many ideas and vision from working with those guys. Like it's my favorite thing to be on the phone to Lisa and her team because we just know we're going to evolve things and move them forward in amazing ways, right? That they hold a space of potential and intelligence and intuition that creates amazing things that we create as an organization. Can you feel that? What if that's how people felt about working with you? What if your version, that's my version of it, right? But what if this is your version of it? What if you you have that sense of like, people just love to work in your organization and they feel like they're recognized and valued and appreciated and acknowledged and that you see into their whole human, you know, into their heart, into their soul, that they can be in your business in a way that fulfills their own mission, their own soul vision in the world. Because I believe we all have it. And what if they didn't have to go off and do that in their side hustle? You know, what if it wasn't like, well, I do my job here and then I go and fulfill my passions out here. What if all those passions could come in? Imagine the impact of that. Imagine how fun that would be. (laughs) Then you don't have to worry about engagement and retention and all of those things because they are a natural byproduct of the fact that I'm fulfilling who I am and what I care about in the world in this organization. There's space for that. Not just space for that. Actually, in doing that, I know we're co-creating something amazing in here. Can you feel the potential of business when we do this? It just honestly moves me to tears. And I know the time is now, right? I know the time is now. I've been talking about this for 10 plus years. You know, I was probably talking about this 18 years ago when I was a senior leader in Sainsbury's. I felt it then, but it's been building and growing. And I know the time is now. I know, I know this with every cell of my being that now is the time to really create a dynamic with people, to create this co-creation with people will be absolutely extraordinary. And as we move into 2023, as we move into, you know, what is, I don't want to say this because I don't want to make this an energetic reality where, you know, there is a reality out there that times will get tougher, right? I don't want to buy into that. I don't believe it, you know, absolutely. But it is one reality that the businesses that will survive and thrive and the businesses that people choose to work for are the businesses that engage them, that look into their heart that make them feel so like they belong, like they're making a difference, that they're acknowledged and, you know, able to bring their full selves in. Those will be the businesses that thrive. And your business will quantum leap as a result. You know, imagine that. Imagine if you didn't feel solely responsible for your business anymore, but you knew that other people were holding that vision with you. Imagine that. That is extraordinary. That's the potential. So, you know, think about this as you think about your business. Your people and people development is not like this additional thing you do on the side. It's how do you connect your business, connect your people into the business like it's an electrical socket or some kind of, um, I don't know what the vision is in my head, like almost like it has a central nucleus and all your people are connecting in. And when they connect in, that nucleus gets bigger and broader and more expansive and more exciting. And it grows and expands as all those people bring their own vision and energy and passion and values and all of those pieces in. 
that's the potential. And that's why I do what I do. And that's why I've got this podcast, why I'm bringing amazing entrepreneurs onto this podcast and where we're evolving this conversation because the time is now. And I really want you to get that and to know that this is the potential of business and organizations to change the world. Thank you for listening to Visionary Collective Podcast with Lisa Mitchell. If you want to be part of this exciting, bigger movement, come and join other amazing visionary purpose-led entrepreneurs in my free Facebook group, The Visionary Collective.